Welcome to the Do Less Podcast. I'm Jake Velasquez. I'm Mike Bramante. Wow. We're back. We're back. Just like that. <laughs> it's been a while. We haven't potted we haven't potted. for the longest we've ever not potted. We haven't potted in decades, it feels like. Yeah, it feels like I forgot what to do here. I don't even remember what it's like to pot. <laughs> yeah, we have no format. We just kind of showed up and we thought... It's been so long, we might as well just do like a little catch-up episode. We're going to do a little catch-up. Yeah. We've been releasing episodes every week, but that's because the can was full. The can was chock full, and you guys know that because we've mentioned it on the pod. But we've released so many episodes over the time that we haven't potted that the can is now empty. The can's pretty much empty. Yeah, it's bone dry. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing in the can. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to talk about what we've done. Yeah. We're going to catch up. There might not be a top three this week. I know I'm apologizing because we... Listen, don't apologize. Don't do less. Listen, we got to catch up. We want to catch up with the fans, too. We got to tell them what's going on with our lives. And, uh, you know, we're just uh, we're getting back into the swing of things here. For sure. Uh, one thing I do want to say is i'm super grateful for all the fans because i feel like the pod sort of exploded i've like we've gotten despite not being recording uh for the past couple weeks we've been getting a lot of fan mail yeah a lot of dms we weren't getting dms for a while we weren't um and then we were releasing episodes where we're saying we're not getting dms because they were episodes from the can but through the last couple weeks we've a lot of fans been reaching out it's been great i've been getting as almost as many dms as i am sending out to models on, on instagram <laughs> 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 no i uh no it's been uh it's been fun we've been a lot of good feedback from the fans and hey we're available let us know what you like what you don't like yeah you got any suggestions about things you want us to cover on the Do Less podcast, tell us how you're doing less, because we're all trying to get better here, too. Like, we're not perfect. You can always have room to do less. Uh, 100%. And uh, I think over the last couple of weeks, partly because we haven't done the podcast, sorry, yeah. uh, we have fallen into the trap of doing too much, which we should probably talk about. That's true. Um, We've lost our way a little bit. We have, because there is not that constant reminder that we're doing too much. It's important to stay grounded. Yeah. Every week to check in to make sure that we're doing the least amount that we can possibly do. Which is easier said than done. It's not. Yeah. It's not easy. <laughs> doing less is a full-time job. It's a full-time job, and it takes work to do less. Yeah, it's practice. Yeah. It's, it's practice. like anything else. It's a lifestyle. And it's not like riding a bike. You know, it's like similar to stand-up. You got to be doing it to really understand you gotta, how it works. Yeah, you got to do it every day. You got to wake up every day and motivate yourself to do less. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so it's been probably like two weeks uh, at least since we. Well, you last were potted. so you were gone. You were in Austin. Tell me about it. What's going on here? You went to Austin after the snowstorm. All right. So a couple actually yeah. got a good amount I could throw at you from that trip. First thing is uh, the news does too much. Mm -hmm. And so I want our listeners, I want to caution you guys to not always buy in yeah. to the hype and the outrage that the news perpetuates. Because I got to Austin and I was like, how are you guys holding up in the snowstorm? And they're like, what snowstorm? Yeah, they didn't even it, know that there was one. Yeah, like yeah. they were pretty much unaffected. I'm sure there were some people that suffered. I heard other parts of Texas were hit harder. But the people in Austin were very much unaffected. This is a great it. point. The news, it's always does way too much it's sensationalism it's exactly and yeah. uh it's similar to like people in austin asking me about how uh dystopian new york is yeah, oh, i'm like new i'm york having the time dead. of my life yeah new yeah. york is dead you walk around it's the dream here i mean the energy in the city this week uh i don't know when we'll release this episode but it's march 12th right now with yeah. 60 degrees outside i mean i've never seen the city buzzing quite like this since biden won yeah the, it, the buzz is in the air it's 
Uh, we just, we got lunch, we ate outdoors, we walked around, we got a coffee. That was the most delightful experience of my life. Yeah, I had a great day. Yeah, it was phenomenal. <laughs> that was all I did today. But mm-hmm. we had, uh, we were out and about. The weather's beautiful. The sun is shining. Comedy's coming back. I mean, their shows abound. It's yeah. crazy. It's almost stronger than it was last year. It's, uh, I'm very excited. This, uh, dare we say, the summer's going to be lit. All right? Yeah, it'll be lit. It'll yeah. be, there'll be a lot. There'll be a lot. Uh, it's going to be hard to do less. But I'm very excited for it. Um, and so, yeah, like the point that we want to make here is just like don't buy in to the hype on Twitter or the news. Be- you just got to get out there don't and believe, see for yourself. Don't believe anything you hear or see. Yeah, just unplug. Just unplug. Unplug. Yeah, go, go off the grid. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was the first thing. Uh, the second thing is Texas is sort of doing too much because they – they're like, why? I mean, they're wide open. Yeah, right. It couldn't be more open. It was very funny to me that people were kind of freaking out about Texas opening up at 100%. Yeah. Because I don't think it was less than 150% when I was there. <laughs> I think that's them scaling back. Yeah. <laughs> everything, what, you know, what's their mantra? Everything's too big in Texas or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, it is. Yeah, everything's too big. Yeah, why don't you settle down, <laughs> Texas? Yeah, right? take it easy. How about new state motto, all right? Let's make some things a little smaller. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was a little too much. Yeah. And uh, no one knows what's going on. You go to one bar, they're like, put your masks on. There's a pandemic. You go to the next bar, they're like, take your mask off. I got to check your ID. It's like, yeah. there's no rules. Everyone's kind of figuring it out. It's like, yeah. honestly, the mask mandate... Uh, for New York would be kind of crazy because everyone's wearing them here. But in Texas, it make it, it does make sense to get rid of it because no one knows what they're doing. Yeah, n- nobody, the majority of people aren't wearing them at all. Basically, people right? literally wear them to walk into the bar. So that's they it. put it over their face like they're kidnapping themselves, <laughs> and that's how they get into the bar, and then they take it right off when they get in. Yeah, I mean, uh, so in one sense, I do like how they, they don't have any rules. It's like they have less rules. So it's just a free fall for all, but like, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe they're doing, maybe they're doing so little that it's way too much. Is that possible? Yeah. Well, so actually, that's one of the things I did really like about Texas is like you could kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's it's literally there. There are no rules. There are no rules. Yeah. Um, but it's too much because there's so much going on. Everyone's playing by their own rules. Yeah. And so then at a certain when point... When everybody like, starts creating their own rules, yeah. that's when you, you run into an issue. <laughs> it gets a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, and the weird thing about Austin, too, is like, it's this liberal city. Yeah. So people would be like, uh, you know, I'd go to a show and the host would be like, oh, we just opened up at 100%. Uh, and people would be booing. But I'm like, you're at a show. Yeah, what do you... That's at 100%. So... So well, you're booing yourself. Yeah, well, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's weird. No one, I, no one knows what's going on there. It's, it's a backwards it's, it's, situation. It's yeah. yeah, but, but it's, it's fun. A, but it's a, it's a blue. You know, McConaughey calls it like the blueberry and the tomato soup. Like it's Austin is blue and like all the red uh, of Texas. Does it feel liberal? Does it feel blue or does it still feel uh, right compared to New York? Uh, compared to New York, it feels right. Yeah. Compared to Texas, I guess it would feel left. Yeah. I mean, people mentioned Trump. But, at a but show, we, they yeah, boo. They boo. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's pretty. It's it's Biden. Yeah, Biden's town. But then compared to New York, I mean, there's no one wearing masks. There's people in fucking cowboy hats every. I didn't realize how many people wear cowboy hats in Texas. Yeah, still. I thought that was like a thing they did in the 1800s, not today. Austin <laughs> is just an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. They have no rules for COVID, but they're all blue and Biden heavy. Uh, you know, I don't know. A lot of homeless people. Oh, yeah. shocking amount. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, 
similar to LA, like like the yeah. tent villages all over. Uh-huh. Uh, friendly homeless people, but right. a little aggressive, like always asking for stuff. But they're friendly, but they're always asking for money. And yeah, mm-hmm. so that uh, everyone made it seem like this is like this utopian destination during the pandemic. And then I got there, I'm like, this place is sort of shithole. But well, that's whatever. the other thing. It's <laughs> like uh, everyone, you know, you, I guess you got Rogan and all those people saying like Austin is the thing, and it's it's a vibrant, growing city. It's great. We're getting out of L.A. We're getting out of the homeless. Uh, population we're getting out of all the governmental rules and whatever but it's like it's got its own issues it sounds like yeah well i think some of the homeless people also got out of la and came to austin yeah because they're like there's no rules here mm-hmm. i'm gonna go to austin uh so, that's what it seems like at least so yeah i mean like, like again just another lesson never believe uh what you hear what people are saying you got to go do it for yourself exactly so uh yeah. i would definitely encourage people to go yeah uh it's an interesting place but i think the similar to like again the new like rogan perpetuating this idea yeah. that Austin is this utopian like city. He lives in a mansion tucked away from everything. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Yeah, maybe his compound is a utopia. <laughs> yeah. If you're in the thick of it, it's yeah. very uh it ha- it does have its problems, but it's fun. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fun, but it's uh not a, I don't think a place I would want to live. Yeah. Um I'm New York loyal. Oh, you're a New York uh, guy. Yeah. Come on. I did realize that out there. Yeah. Like any idea or fantasy I had of leaving New York was very much washed away. I mean, away. I'm glad you did that because before you went, you're like, I'm moving to Texas. I'm, <laughs> go, you know, I'm going there. It's from riding the wave. And I'm like, all right, we'll, uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. No uh, you enjoy your trip. But even when you were there, when you touched on, you're like, let's get an Airbnb for, well, <laughs> you know, we'll go there three months out of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You're already making moves. You were doing way too, you were getting ahead of yourself, doing way too much. That is one of the times I was yeah. doing too much. Yeah. Uh, uh, for sure, I was getting way too far ahead of myself. I was already—I I had investments lined up. You know, <laughs> you were setting up LLCs. I yeah. was just like, just see how the trip goes. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it went great. I'll definitely yeah. go back, but uh, yeah, just not a place to live. Per, to yeah, me. for me, I—I I, I also just the people. Like I, the people there are super nice, but I just love the northeastern ball buster. That's like I—I I don't feel yeah. comfortable. Unless I'm being made fun of. Right. And right. I, they don't do that there. No, no. So I'm out. They're sensitive. They're, yeah. They're yeah. just like too nice, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I'm out. All right. That, all right. Well, yeah. we're, we're glad to have you back. Thank you. You know, we never closed off our doors to, to you here in New York. Oh, and uh, <laughs> you're back in the mix and we're back potting. So that's that's what I'm happy about. Yeah. And I, I have one. I have a second part of the trip. Well, then we'll, we'll jump on yeah. to what you've been up to. But uh, I thought this would be a great do less tale. So the second half of the trip was a bachelor party. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And so the best man, shout out, big listener of the podcast. Oh, the shout out. Uh, we actually threw one of his ideas into the think tank before. He's a huge oh, listener, okay. huge fan. This is Mike. Yep. Yeah, Mike. Uh, big, big fan. Um, he didn't plan anything. So it's nice to see that he's absorbing the lessons from I this like podcast. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, I, it's almost like he's the best, best man, in my opinion. <laughs> and the only things he did plan, steak dinner and shooting guns. So he's also a man's man. Right. So he's a best best man's man man <laughs> if you think about it uh so yeah like i to me he was that's the perfect uh best man he didn't do anything he didn't do anything i like no responsibility it was very texas so it was like you just do whatever just you do want. whatever you want yeah, yeah. hey we're coming here do whatever you want i thought it was so shout out to mike and then my friends cautionary tale yeah they were doing way too much uh well your friends are degenerates aren't yeah they? well there's just everyone was Going out the gate way too strong, blackout by 4 p.m., <laughs> missing whatever we had lined up. Like, right, right, that right. Was, they were doing too much. So that's the cautionary. On the flip side, that's the cautionary tale. Right. When you leave it up 
for the own people to make their own rules, then they could do too much and they, they get kicked out early. Yeah, no, they knock themselves brutal. out of the party early. It was brutal. Yeah. We were at the steakhouse, had one friend throwing steak knives. It was not good. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds a lot like the bachelor parties. Uh, the Chicago crew, you guys are out there. I know your listeners. That sounds a lot. I feel like our crews, they would, they would, there'd be a lot of uh, degenerate action between. They mesh between. They would mesh. They would sure. mesh. Uh, we should probably set up like a joint bachelor party at one time. I'm down. Yeah. I, actually, my friend's a big Chicago fan, so yeah. they're probably in. Actually, I'll throw this at you too. The funniest comics that I met in Texas had just moved there from Chicago. Yeah, Chicago's a funny town. Yeah. I went to an open mic in Chicago a couple of years ago now. And everyone at the open mic was just ripping jokes. Yeah. They were I, I was like, these are the best comics I've ever seen. <laughs> no, they were like sensational. Yeah. The ones that yeah. were there. And I think there is, I have a theory now. Because yeah. I, like I said, I like the Northeastern ball buster type. Yeah. Uh, but I also like people from Chicago. I think you need to live in a place that's cold. Yeah. Well, it, it hardens you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It hardens you. If you're out in SoCal, perfect weather, like today in New York, it's like we wouldn't be doing comedy if every day was like today. The funniest people in L.A. are not from L.A. Right. They moved there after because after they became funny. Right. In a cold place. You just have to be hardened by the weather. You got to be beaten down yeah. day after day. Yeah, for and sure. Just lose all zest for life. But probably some funny Canadians. Oh, Canadians! There's Canadians are the hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And then think about Norway is pretty cold. Norway. Funniest comic in New York yeah. is from there. Daniel Simonson. Good He's shout-out. on my show tomorrow night. You're on my show tomorrow night. Can't wait. Tiny cupboard. This will be March thirteenth, I guess, tomorrow, yeah. right? You know, it's gonna. This is not gonna be released, but we'll we'll give you a we'll we'll give you a post, you know, debrief about how, how the show goes. You can get tickets for Mike's show March twentieth, though. That's true. Even after this podcast, it's comes every out. Saturday for the rest of our lives <laughs> <laughs> at the tiny cupboard, nine thirty p.m. Brooklyn rooftop. It's a it's a scene. It's a scene. You got if you haven't been, you gotta come. And if you're listening to this on Monday, yeah. I'm going to have a show on Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday, both in Brooklyn. Yeah. Check them out. Well, now we're getting into the, right, we're the plugs. Sorry, we're sorry, getting sorry. into the plugs. I, do less. I felt like it was a good do, time. Do less with the plugs. Yeah, we're doing too much. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, do less with the plugs. I'll say one more thing about bachelor parties. Yeah. Is I, I get invited to a lot of bachelor parties, but... I think I'm invited because, like, I'm, like, the guy who's, like, trying to keep everybody in check. Yeah. You know? like, yeah, yeah. That's my role. I'm, like, are, we, are you sure we should be doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it, pu- one it puts, like, the future bride at ease that, like, I'm part of the trip because they're, like, oh, yeah, Mike's there. How much trouble can they really get in? And really, yeah. I'm just, like, you know, hiding in the corner while those oh. guys are off uh, doing the worst things. To known to mankind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. They're all they're all good guys doing. Yeah, don't be doing, a rat. Doing classic stuff. <laughs> we got. I mean, our female yeah. audience is really bursting at the seams now, so we don't want to throw any. I uh, am head of analytics, yeah. and we might have more female listeners than male listeners at this point. That's uh, something that I don't know is true because I haven't checked the numbers, but I would like to believe that's true. Yeah, we're going to do less and not check and just assume yeah. that that's true. We feel like the tide is turning. The tide is definitely turning. At least the most of the feedback we're getting is from the female audience. That's true. I think it could be because guys are a little nervous uh, to be seen as, like, fans <laughs> yeah, right, of a podcast. Yeah, no, yeah. no one wants, No guy wants to be a fan. Yeah, no. Unless it's of a team, but of a person, it's weird. First of all, being a fan, that's too much of yeah, anything. It's too much. You, what, do you care about something yeah. that much that you're, <laughs> that's a, that you're a fan? Yeah. Well, it, no thanks. That's nuts. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fans are nuts. Yeah. Um, but girls are a little more sensitive, so they can be fans, and it's not crazy. Yeah, we like, uh, listen, to, we, we hope that we have more women uh, as part of the audience. That's We want it to be, hey, we're, we'll, we can talk to the girls. 
Oh, for yeah. sure. We'll, yeah. yeah, we'll chat with the we're, girls all day long. We're charmers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, that's what, that's been my weeks. What about you? How so, have you been? Yeah, so you know, every time you get out of town, I get into a serious relationship. It's just uh, <laughs> yeah, it's almost like I don't believe you're in yeah. these serious relationships. I don't even know if these things are actually true. They might just be a figment of my imagination. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, I, there was like the past two times you've gone out of town for like a week. I'm like texting you. I'm like, I think I have a girlfriend. Now. By the time I get back, <laughs> you're like, get back, I'm, I'm single again. It's completely over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not even sure it ever happened. Yeah, that's uh, but yeah, you know, I went on a couple great dates with like probably the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my entire life. And uh, I texted do less consultant Ben Kirschenbaum when I was on the first date. And I was like, she, I can't believe how like attractive she is. I think she's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. And Ben goes, don't tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I would never do something like that, but I'm pretty sure I already made a joke about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyways, you know what, what am I going to say? We had two phenomenal dates. I thought it was going to, uh, lead somewhere ended up you, you know not pan it out uh for you know reasons i uh won't get into just similar di- different beliefs different different life beliefs and unfortunately it didn't work out but uh hey when you're gone i well next time you got to stay longer because that's my relationship <laughs> will last longer the next time you're out of town well, i don't want to go away too long because yeah. then you might get wrapped up in something and i don't know what will happen to the pod <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going for the perfect amount of time yeah. you know uh yeah, so, I mean, I have a roommate who's now in a relationship, but before he was, it was like every time I went out of town, he got laid. And yeah. I was like, I don't think you're getting laid. No, I, I think, think you're making cl- it up. It's a classic makeup move right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my th- other roommate yeah. was corroborating what he was saying, but yeah. still don't believe it. Maybe they're in cahoots together. They might be in cahoots. Yeah. That's a good part. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I am trying to, like, put myself out there more and date a little bit, stuff during the pandemic, all that and I'm trying to take into the do less tips. I'm trying to adopt the do less tips we had uh, with May Planner in that episode where I'm just keeping my expectations low, even though I'm getting ahead of myself, telling you, like, I'm getting married by the time you get back. You better hurry up. But uh, <laughs> but I think I, I need this is a good recalibration for me to just go with the flow. You know, it could end at any moment. Uh, my expectations. I'm going to I'm going to do less in terms of I'm going to be unavailable, you know, and uh, I'm going to just take it easy. I think that's a good idea. I've been doing less when it comes to dating because I haven't been dating yeah. really at all. Uh, and it's been kind of nice, yeah. actually. It's been nice. Um, I think that now that the weather's nice again, though, it's hard to stay away. It's hard, yeah. Yeah, it's becoming more... I would rather meet somebody in person. I think that's... I'm going to take a stand this summer yeah. and delete the apps because shows are abound. Yeah. I'm out every night doing shows. I'm going to meet someone that way. And when I say I want to meet somebody in person, I'm like, I I perform on a show, and then somebody comes up to me afterwards and makes the first move. Exactly. And that yeah. happened at a Borscht comedy show right. once, and that girl now has a boyfriend and doesn't want to talk to me. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> it, it happened. No, it does happen, but like we're too scared to make the first move. And also do less. We're not making the first move. Exactly. So, you know. Ladies out there, make the first move on us. We're okay, we're approachable guys. Exactly. Yeah, and we're incapable of doing it ourselves. Yeah, I need a girl who I could make a gentle move. Yeah, but I can't make a strong move. So there's some girls that want a guy to make like a very strong first move. I need to. It's like I'll right. do the sixty forty thing. What, 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 so what's an example of a gentle move? Like a, just a hello or just a funny. Oh, comment? like a nice, yeah, funny comment, yeah, like yeah. a compliment. 
I think the, I could do that. They can't just be, but it needs to be. I can't just go in too hard. I need that. You can't go in too yeah. hard and say something like, you, you know, you're beautiful. Let me uh, take you out sometime. Yeah, I uh, when I used to be in like my degenerate drinking days, I yeah. get wrecked at a bar and see a beautiful girl and be like, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> and it never worked. Yeah, that, that sounds like it would work. <laughs> uh, I can't believe it had. It but didn't. then also, that was the era of like, you just make out with a girl that you didn't even hear her voice yet you know uh-huh. you would just be you wouldn't like, be able to start her. grinding you, you wouldn't all be of able a sudden. to pick her out of the lineup today <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the day after you wouldn't be able to pick her out of the lineup there was some uh like it was almost like a throwback in austin where it was like you just had a bar and like all of a sudden you're just like you know dancing with a girl or something yeah, yeah. And it's like i don't even you it's like it felt happened. like college <laughs> yeah it felt like college it was a lot of fun but not not uh something you could do regularly so that's that's what we're looking for you know, DM us after the show. Come up to us if you're interested, and uh, you know that's what's going to have to happen. When you are also gone, I hosted uh, your show. Yeah, here, how was with it? Shafi Hussein. Uh, great show. Very nice. Uh, I felt like you. Great lineup. Great lineup. I was the host. I, I felt like I was. Uh, you know, I felt like I filled your shoes for the day. It oh, was great. Shafi was happy. Just- uh, you just we're just interchangeable. We're interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you ever need a fill in for tell you what, let me know. I'll be there. Yeah, it was. It show went well. Uh, as the host, you know, you kind of got to break them in a little bit. But then I feel like I, you know, towards the end of the set, I really got them going. And it was an indoor show. It was pretty packed. It was like it was illegal. I was probably the most illegal thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. You know, just being a part of it. That's uh, fair. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy I could get you involved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so that that was fun. I don't really have too many. Uh, stories from that other than i was just excited to kind of get back in the mix and it felt like a night where things were like back to normal yeah yeah for sure you know and it's like this is what life used to be like and it's crazy to even like think that yeah no for sure uh i was at eastville last night and again it was like a good crowd which is cool because for a while they no one wanted to go in so i feel like this time around people are much more comfortable like yeah getting out there yeah i think people want they're ready to be social yeah they, they, they're ready to get out there. For sure. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it seems like we're crawling back inch by inch. I think yeah. by the summer, we'll be, like, completely back. Oh, it'll be gangbusters. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Again, it'll be tough to not do too much, but we're going to try what we we're, can. we got to keep yourselves grounded. Keep yeah. it keep it in perspective. Um, I bought another black sweatshirt the other day while you were gone. I mean, I think that's another good, you know, piece to add to my collection of yeah, black, well with black sweatshirts and gray pants. There you do go. less fashion episode. I have uh, Mike's jeans on right now. Yeah. <laughs> the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. Right, so another do less uh, fashion tip here where I gave you some hand-me-downs. Yeah, so we're kind of keeping it. Uh, where you are staying true to our philosophy where we can. Yeah. Uh, we may get off the path occasionally, but more often than not, we are do less gurus. So this brings me to, uh, I think, a new segment idea. Okay. Um, confessionals. Okay. Okay, so we're not perfect. Yeah. We're always trying to strive to do less. Yes. And we make mistakes. And we're just as we're motivating the listeners, this is an inspirational movement. We're trying to inspire ourselves yeah. here too and trying to motivate ourselves. And this is, we're all on the same team here. We're all, it's all collective effort here to do less. So a confessional, what did you do this week that was too much? What are you sorry for? And what are you disappointed in uh, doing too much? I mean, do you want to go first or should I go first? 
Do you have something in mind? Not in mind right now. I got something. I could, something okay, I'll give you something. Yeah. So I've been uh, I've been interviewing. You know, I don't like to. First of all, that's too much. I don't like to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to talk about that. I'm interviewing for positions. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, it's not too much. I'm doing a lot of preparation. I'm doing a lot of search. I'm doing a lot of outreach. Too much job search process. Too much. I'd like to just be given a job that I, you know, don't have to work hard at, and I get paid incredibly well. I don't know. That's why. Like that's. So much to ask for, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I have been interviewing and uh, getting back into the uh, the business world potentially uh, as you know, a part of my life. And couple companies that I've interviewed for, they ask for free work. No good. That's not good. I don't, I don't even like. I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. Like, yeah. you're not paying me. I think you're just probably trying to get some research and insights and. Work free. You're getting free work. You're asking yeah. for free work. All right. They're doing less, but they're making me do a lot more. Yeah, and so I want to. I want to turn the tables on. You them. should. I, I yeah. like what they're doing. I don't yeah. like what you're doing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there, I, there's a couple times over the past two weeks where I've done that, and it didn't lead anywhere. I felt like I, I did a good job, put a lot of effort into it. You know, because whenever I'm going to put my time and effort into something, I'm going to do a good job. Maybe that's something I should apologize for as well. But uh, yeah, I don't like being in situations where it's turned on me, where I'm doing more for other people to do less. That's not how I like yeah, to live yeah. my life. Yeah, it's got to be the opposite. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. I think you're handling it well, though. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, uh, confessional, I mean, outside of, you know, just, like, drinking too much on the bachelor party and getting yeah. a little too crazy, I don't know if I have anything, like, that comes to mind. Um, I think I've just been, like, uh, doing too much like mentally but no like actions i'll tell you what though when i first met up with you today you were in a mental fog yeah i was in a mental fog you were i was like are you sick what's going on here yeah i could i could see the amount the, your your wheels turning in your head of uh, how stressed you were yeah uh i'm trying to like deal with an apartment issue and i think it's just my landlord's doing too much <laughs> uh it's uh, you know so i'm trying and i'm trying to Stay grounded in our do less philosophy, but come back to bite me a little bit. So let's talk about this. So we we have a negotiation episode yeah. where we have a lot of brilliant negotiation tactics of doing less. Your negotiations with your landlord on your lease. Yeah. They came to you with an incredible offer, almost a offer you can't refuse. But now they want you to do some extra background check work and stuff, which you already went through. So where does it stand? All right. So I give you the story. Yeah. If you want. My landlord made an offer that was good, but not great. Yeah. Uh, again, we're negotiating experts. We're negotiating experts. Uh, so they offered a rent, which I don't want to say because I don't want people knowing yeah. what I spend. Yeah. But one and a half months free as well. Right. So I, as a joke, <laughs> said, we haven't had a good experience here. Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to give us four months free, we'd consider staying. Wow. And they came back with three. That's, uh, Which is a lot more than we thought we would get. They, right. We thought they would laugh at us and tell us to get the hell out of the building right early. You if had anything. ultimate leverage in this situation because yeah. you didn't care. You didn't. Yeah, I didn't care. You didn't want to stay. You don't need the money. I was sold on leaving. Right, you're sold on leaving. So change my mind. So then, so then they got us back in. Yeah. With the three months, uh, one of my roommates is moving out. We're getting a new roommate. We're doing a little swap. Okay. Uh, the roommate, because he's coming in, they're now asking us to reapply. Uh, I'm self-employed. Do less. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best good way to do less. Rest, of course. Um, so for me to like 
prove financial capabilities for apartments, it takes a lot of work. Yep. Like getting into this apartment was a pain in the ass. Right. So they're asking me to do that. So I told them today, hopefully it works you're like right. the four month thing. I said, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, you're out. Yeah. I paid rent for two years. Either that's good enough for you or I'll move. Wow. I mean, honestly, I think you're handling this phenomenally. I'm handling it well, but it's stressing yeah. me out. I think I'm doing too much mentally. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, I'm getting too worked right up tactics, about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, strategically, you're doing a lot of do less tactics. You don't care. Yeah. I you're don't like, care. I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm not you know, doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you convince me and you accept me as who I am. Right. I've been right. paying every month for two years. Right. And the rent is way lower than it was. They don't need to do any background checks on you. you they're going to make you do too much paperwork and gather this information and that information. You, you don't have time for that. Yeah, and last time I had to give them all this information that I don't think I'm even a. Hey, look, it's not a big deal, but I don't think I'm allowed to give them this time around for th- reasons I you can't say them, on the pod. Tell them to stick it where the <laughs> sun don't shine and <laughs> whatever. You know, whatever. They're going to come back. You're going to come crawling back to you. Yeah, but in so many words, I'm squeezing them. You're squeezing. Yeah, them. I'm squeezing. You're squeezing. Them. And uh, I think you're doing a great job. Just let your mind. Now you got to do less mentally. I got to do less mentally. And not worry about it. Because hey, if it doesn't work out, whatever, you'll find another place. Yeah, let it bother me. But uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, I get to stay. It's a nice apartment. Yeah. But if not, life goes on. Life goes on. I'm. You know, I got a month and a half left on my severance. I think that's pretty much all I could say about it. But uh, I would like to live the rest of my life on severance. If I could, that'd be great. That'd be nice. But uh, again, so I'm a little, I'm a little anxious about the future. What's going on here? Am I gonna have to be doing more at some point? That doesn't sound good. No, it does not. But I, you yeah. got to, you got to sacrifice at times. You got to do more to ultimately do less. That's true. It's like small term pain for no short term pain for long term gain. Right. And that's what you're going for. Short-term sacrifice for long-term improvement. Yeah, exactly. I think my mom has said that to me every day for my entire life. That's a great lesson. She's yeah. a wise woman. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, for sure. Actually, like I, but mentally, I think I'm really off the rails because this week I was talking to my roommate and I almost even threw out getting a real job. Oh, well, I don't like that. Yeah, so yeah. I need to kind of get grounded. You got a great so situation going on. Yeah, I mean, we got to get centered again. Yeah. That's, the, that's the point of this. Too. Yeah, yeah. We haven't potted in years okay yeah it's been long That's, way too it, long I, I already feel better yeah <laughs> this uh yeah i mean we're working it out we're making sure that we're staying on the right path and i think the listeners can sense it they oh for sure yeah and they're starting to grow and they're starting to absorb the lessons like mike on this bachelor party yeah you know that was Think Beautiful to see. We we inspired that. Yeah, we inspired. We would have been doing a million activities a day if it right. wasn't for us. I'll tell you what, when you're on a bachelor party and there's just like an itinerary of stuff, that's that's stressful. It depends where you go. Yeah. If you go somewhere where there's nothing to do, it would probably be nice to have an itinerary. Right. Because you don't have to think about what to do. But a place like Texas, you should have no plan. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a million things going on, and then you could do whatever you want there. Yeah. No. I. I mean, I, I kind of like what he did, where it's like uh, it's just one or two activities that you know you're gonna do, but work work around that. It's not like you're going here for two hours, then there for two hours, then this, that, and the other thing. And the activity he did plan was a massive hit. Yeah. Everyone had the time of their life. Right. It was. It was great. Shooting guns. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. A, I'm. No big deal. Sort of a natural. <laughs> <laughs> is this the first time you ever shot a gun? Uh, third, mm-hmm. third time. Uh, but I think I finally like it, it clicked this it clicked time. This yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So watch out. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> You're a big Second Amendment guy. Now. A big Second Amendment guy. Yeah, okay. uh, it was pretty cool. And Texans just love. It. I mean, the guys that worked at the gun range, <laughs> guns are a lot, but these guys do less. All they do is shoot guns. I've never seen someone so happy. I've well, never seen pretty someone. Simple. What are you shooting? Skeet or whatever? What do you think? Call those things? No, we're shooting. I mean, you're shooting animals. Oh no, we were shooting yeah. targets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, like the guns yeah. we were shooting were insane. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What are those discs that you throw in the air and then just you... discs, uh, clays, or oh, whatever? Clays. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the guy was so happy. The way he so like a, as an example, he was uh, you know explaining a gun to us and it had a strap uh-huh. and he's like, okay, we're gonna hold it with two hands, but the strap is so you could use it with one hand. It's uh-huh. pretty badass, but we can't do it today. But like, why even mention it? He was just mentioning it because he <laughs> loves guns so much. Right. Like this, I've never seen such like a someone so elated to work. It was it was really nice to see. Honestly, well, that is his job is just be working at a gun range. That's his job. That's his job. And That's what he does for a living. He looked. Explaining the guns to us, he looked about as excited as like a comic looks when they kill. Right. But he does that every day. You know, it's yeah, like right. I. It was not. It was just nice to see. It was like a do. It's like guns are a lot, but like this guy's doing less. He's doing one thing. He <laughs> loves what he does. And then we asked him where to get food in the city, and yeah. the great answer he was like, "I'm not really a city guy." I was oh, like, oh so, this guy's so doing knows, less. He knows his lane. <laughs> yeah, he knows yeah. his lane. Yeah. He, He's uh, he was a character. He was very funny. It was just a he likes a good to time. Hunt and kill for his own food. Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, to ever to each their own, and you mm-hmm. got to find the path that allows you to do the least. Yeah, no, no, I'm yeah. not saying you should be working at a gun range. Yeah. I'm just saying you should find something that will make you as happy as this guy right. looks. Like he is every like, and how humble and nice and funny and loose he was. Right. You know? was just... I bet. Like I, this reminds me of I went to uh, Hawaii back in college with some buddies. And there was a guy that was like just working at a surf shop on the beach. And his whole he was like uh, Paul Rudd's character from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy, he was living in Hawaii, and he would teach, I guess, some you know yeah, surf yeah. surfing lessons. But he's he's doing nothing all yeah, day yeah. long. He's just riding the waves, oh, literally okay. and metaphorically, all day long in paradise. And that's what more do you need? That actually reminds me. I went to Colorado. There was another guy like this. Yeah. He lived in a van. Yep. And he taught whitewater rapid. He yeah. just did that. And snowball like he all he did his job was just to have fun. Right. That was his job. <laughs> yeah, having fun. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't make enough money to live in some bougie apartment, but it didn't matter because his life is what he's, you know, rafting down mountains yeah. every Listen, day. Listen, we don't necessarily advocate living in vans because we're you know we're kind of bougie guys that are accustomed to a certain standard of living but we would like to live like that in extremely nice places like penthouses so for sure but yeah. like i think us i think our standard of living being so high is sort of like these handcuffs yeah like i don't think it's like a good thing no it's a terrible yeah, it's thing. A terrible yeah like i wish i was these are really the do less heroes these guys you know right. that are living in the van they they have uh, reached what we're almost striving for. Right. They've reached nirvana. Yeah. They're comfortable They're with, with everything that's going on. Yeah. And that's why. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's where we need to do better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think maybe that's one of the confessionals for this week is like, uh, especially for me with this apartment right now and yeah. probably for you, it's just like our, our standard hey. of living is too high. Also trust the process. Oh, trust the process. Because you're doing a phenomenal job. In terms of negotiating, 
Now you got to let it mentally go and say whatever will be, will be. It's very smart. Let yeah. the trips fall where they may. Yeah. <laughs> I'd put more effort into it, but my plate is full. Yeah. What can you do? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's uh, confessionals. Do we have any people of the week, any professions of the week? Well, we've kept it pretty loose. Yeah. I think if you have a person in mind, I'd be happy to th- talk about them. Uh, if not, I don't think we have to force it. Um, don't force it. Do less. Jobs, I don't know if we have to force that either. Do we have an idea for Think Tank Maybe we want to try? Should we jump into the tank? We could. Ju- oh, I, I could always jump yeah. into the tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're always liable to jump into the tank. I mean, it's my favorite part of the pod is right. the tank. Let's uh, let's jump into the tank. All right, we're in the so, tank. So what are we talking about? All right, you got any ideas? We're talking about... Living situations. We're talking about wanting to live comfortably. Oh, I got an idea. Yeah, okay. It's changing gears a little bit. Uh, change gears. I'm, I'm good to take, do it. Change all right, gears. All right, we're changing gears. Yeah. Uh, we were talking earlier, pre-pod. <laughs> you, Bob. Uh, <laughs> pre-pod, we were talking about these, like, modern churches. Yes. Am I good to talk about yeah, this? Yeah, you can talk about okay. it. Okay. We're talking about these modern churches, like Hillsong. Right. That's like the Justin famous Bieber, one yep. in New York or whatever, or like all over the country. Yeah. Uh, they feel culty at times, mm-hmm. but then again, we haven't been. So it's hard for us to tell if they're culty. Right. Well, yeah, we, don't, we haven't been. We haven't experienced it firsthand. So I think there should be a service that goes to all these modern churches or religions or whatever right. you want to call them and qual- as like a quality assessment. Of whether it's a cult or not, because <laughs> me and you are yeah. very curious. We're right. about to go to a Hillsong church, right? Right. Uh, maybe save us a trip. Yeah, maybe so you do some background research yeah. for us. Yeah. But we are pretty much set on doing the research on ourselves, <laughs> and we're going to be going. So if you have a sermon coming up, you're part yeah. of Hillsong. Let us know. We would love to attend. We uh, we've encountered some people that are that are part of this. It's a kind of a new wave Christianity, new age. Everyone is beautiful and uh, having a good time. And it's like, are we missing out here? Should we go? Yeah. Uh, we want to be enlightened. We're 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 trying to find an enlightened path for sure. Yeah. I think <laughs> the motivation behind us going has much less to do with enlightenment, much more to do with the quality of people attending these. It's a quality <laughs> set of people that are attending these services. I don't think I've seen any. Girl or guy attending this that wasn't a supermodel. They're all so models. I don't understand. I guess it's just church for models. Yeah. Me and Mike are trying to break in. Right. So let us know. <laughs> I, I, really, the think tank idea is how can we break into how this do cult? How we break in <laughs> and, and become a part of the, the service with models? Yeah, and it might not yeah. be a cult. We're not going to say that because no, we don't no. want to disparage exactly. our future church. But No, of course. Yeah, but we would like— A lot of positive to, things are coming out of the— church there's service there's uh you know collective consciousness of just beautiful people beautiful people (laughs) and being a part of that yeah and uh we would like to be a part of it yeah so but we would like we would like some due diligence for Mm -hmm. we'd like this firm to go out give us give us you know write a dossier for us on the church the background you know maybe 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 they have some headshots of the 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 patrons oh i got another idea (laughs) From this, actually. Yeah. All right, so Hillsong, yeah. as an example, everyone there is beautiful. Yeah. We go in. We might be the ugly ducklings. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if we do an ugly Hillsong right. where we get to be the diamonds in the rough? Well, I, I mean, I like to be surrounded by beautiful people. So there are a couple of beautiful people, you know, then we are, you yeah. know, we're in the front row right, and then right. in the back under the rafters are like right. all the ugly people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we've just cast them off to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a caste system with inside the church. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is ethical as well as uh, necessary. Yeah, what would be it be called? <laughs> what, what should we call it? Uh, we, I don't. We don't come up with names. For, That's true. Uh, we only come up with ideas. All right. Instead of Hillsong Mount Tune, maybe I don't know. <laughs> we'll throw an idea at us. Throw a name at us. Um, but these, but these. But really, back to Hillsong. Get us in. Get us in. Get yeah, us in. We want to get check it out. And uh, I'm a Jew, and I'm right. trying to go. So. <laughs> I'm agnostic. I respect all beliefs, and uh, y- you know, it, I think it could be a good thing. But uh, we we're looking to be a part of a community, and what better yeah. community to be a part of than one of of beautiful people that are yeah, doing without thoughts doing. in their head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, really, it's just a quality assessment uh, tool for these different types of religions or maybe cults. Um, and we could be the quality assessors. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's too much. I think we would like this quality assessment group to come to us and be like, Hey, and also don't even really tell us what's going on. Actually just be like, you should join or you should not join. Yeah. 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 Just make um, the decision for us. Yeah. Yeah. And we will decide based on the pictures of the attendees. Yeah, we would like. Yeah, yeah we would like to see the, the photos of the attendees. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. you said, headshot. We need a couple headshots. Yeah, uh, and yeah, maybe we'll be in. I don't know. Maybe we'll be in. Well, it's to be determined based on the visuals. Yeah, we'll be showering in the light of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I mean, what You're can you be in there? Oh, I'll be swaying, <laughs> holding hands, singing hymns. Yeah, we're willing to do it. I'm, I, I'm Jewish. I'm converting. Sorry, yeah, Mom. Yeah. I'm not going fast over this year. <laughs> we might see the light. There's we might the, see the light. We, Look. Hey, we can't. We yeah. Can't, it's just a path that we're on. We can't really determine whether Our hands are tied. Yeah. All right? Did you see? Have you seen the people that are going in there? We have to check have it out. Have you seen the patrons? Yeah, exactly. Our hands are and tied. And patronettes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's uh, the, that's the idea. <laughs> that's the idea. Um, I think I got nothing else. I think that's pretty good. It was a nice catch up. You know, we're, we, we we're trying to get a little more personal on the pod. I think you know, yeah. it's good to to share our lives. Yeah, this is a little personal. Don't judge yeah. us. Don't judge us. Yeah, because we're off because we're rusty. We're rusty. Yeah. Look, we I feel like we just kind of hit our stride in the last couple minutes. Yeah. So. <laughs> We did. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the beginning was fine and it was great and I think it was necessary, but yeah. now we're firing on all cylinders. Yeah, here. it's kind of crazy. Yeah. But <laughs> we need all good things must come to an end. Yeah. And we'll be back next week. The rust will be off. Yeah. You guys are in for a treat. Uh, thank you guys. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Next week. <laughs> <laughs>